Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey girls, what's good? What's tea? What's juice? It is me, Camo, and you're listening to Unfazed and Unbothered. This episode is going to be quite different than any of the other episodes that you girls have gotten. If you are watching the visual on YouTube, you're probably wondering, where the fuck are you? What's going on? Where is Tasia? So my dear bestie is sick. She's under the weather. I was going to have a guest with me today, and ironically, that guest woke up sick today as well. So there's something in the water. But um, yeah, so this is going to be a solo episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. I am going to do my best to deliver a juicy episode for you girls. This is this is this is new. This is it's fun. It's cute. It's gorgeous. And um, I'm excited. So I guess in true unfazed and unbothered fashion, I'm going to just, you know, kind of catch you girls up on my week and my mental state. Um. So I'm actually having a wonderful day. I've had a great past few days. In fact, I have really regained my creativity. I recorded a song last night and I am so excited, you guys. Like, I have not recorded a song in a while, um, since probably October. I sometimes go through these hiatuses where I just like am drained mentally of all my creativity and feel like I have nothing to offer, but I don't know. I've been very inspired and I've been writing some of the best songs of my career thus far. And vocally, like I blew myself away last night with the songs I was recording. I, I, I finished one and I started another one, started working on it this morning. Bitch, I was up till 4 a.m. recording music. Um, 
But yeah, so I would say overall, I've had a great week. Um, nothing crazy has happened. You know, I, I, I feel like I've really shifted my energy and um, my world around me is kind of falling in line or falling into place. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, I, I'm just doing better. I'm I'm feeling better. I'm thinking better. And I just think that it's showing in my exterior, my around me, that the, the, the people around me are noticing a change in my mood, a change in just the way that I go about things, my mentalities, like I feel like I'm having kind of like an awakening. I'm also down now 25 pounds, which is amazing. I don't know if you guys can tell, but girl, my jawline is looking a lot more snatched than in a lot of these previous episodes. And a lot of people have been asking me for tips. And I know we've kind of touched base on them in the past, but now that I am, you know, here solo, I feel like I can break things down a little um, better. So what I've been doing, I have been eating 1500 calories a day. That's, that's my cap. I don't, I don't go over 15. Well, one, I have like two or three times, but it's like maybe like a hundred calories. Um, and that I've, I've, I've maintained that for at least three, three weeks now, a little, maybe a little over three weeks. Um, and it's going great. A lot of people around me are like, Oh, you're restricting yourself. Uh, blah, 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 blah. No. Um, I personally, so backstory, I, I know I've talked about this before. I have previously lost 120 pounds and I gained a significant amount of that back. Um, and so the first time that I lost all that weight, it, it took like, three years of trial and error because I would kind of yo-yo and I was kind of, you know, learning the ropes of, you know, a healthier lifestyle and weight loss and my fitness journey. And so there was a lot of trials and tribulations and a lot of learning that I, uh, you know, had to go through. Uh, it took a lot longer than it could have taken, but, you know, if you lose 120 pounds in three years, like go you, that's great. But, um, there's definitely ways to get more effective, um, timely results. And so towards the end of my weight loss journey back in the day, so I was at my smallest, I was one, like 155 ish. This was back in 2017, but to get there, I had like I would like lose like 20 pounds and then I would gain five back and then I would lose 10 and I would gain 15 back. And it was just this like, you know, back and forth until I really focused on how I was going about things. And, you know, your diet is 80% of it. You ask any health expert, any coach, any, um, you know, food expert, they will tell you your diet is 80% of your weight loss and weight gain. Um, and that was something that I struggled with for a long time to get under control. But when I finally got it under control, I lost a significant amount of weight. My like last like 60 pounds fairly quick in the, in the matter of, you know, a few months because I really focused on um, just being mindful about 
what I put in my body. Um, but I, needless to say, um, what I'm doing now is basically what I did back then in that, you know, period where I lost a lot of weight quick. And that is eating 1500 calories, staying around 1500 calories every day and, um, cutting my eating off by 8 p.m. intermittent fasting. Sometimes I cut it off at 6 p.m. Whatever my body's feeling. Now, I am not starving. I'm not starving myself. I don't go hungry. I will say my appetite has decreased significantly because I'm not binging and I'm not filling myself up to the point where I'm feeling sore and I'm not having to go gag myself. I was literally turning into a bulimia girl. Not funny. I know trigger warning, but um, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. So I've just, um, also been very mindful of my carbs. Uh, I'm not counting carbs by any means, but I'm also not overindulging. I tried to limit myself to one. There's a lot of things that I eat that have carbs in it, but, um, I tried to limit my intake of like carby foods, like things like bread, um, or rice to like one thing a day. So today for lunch, I broke my fast at 1 PM and I had, uh, a cup of brown rice and some eggs, um, protein, carbs, good energy. And I'm feeling good. I didn't overdo it. Um, but anyways, people have been like telling me, Oh, you're restricting yourself because I have not eaten fast food in three weeks. I will say I had a moment of weakness. I was hanging out with my little sister and we did go to McDonald's and I got a small fry. Um, But I still was in my, you know, deficit. So not going to beat myself up, up, up about that. But other than them damn fries, I've not had any fast food. I've not had any sweets. I've not had any pastries, which is that's like the biggest thing, because I was going to Starbucks and getting the goddamn almond croissants bitch if y'all have not had the almond croissants from starbucks do yourself a favor i promise you it is the greatest pastry there it's like ah the the bread is so soft warm that bitch up it's got this ooey gooey buttery creamy sweet feel uh filling but it's not too sweet. And then it's got like slivers of almond on top. It's so divine. And their fucking cake pops, impeccable. But I've not had any of those. Um, and because I have not been eating those things, I don't crave them. Genuinely, I've not been craving them. So I really wish people would get off my back with the whole you're restricting yourself because I don't feel feel like I am like I'm not sitting here like itching like I, I haven't had sweets in three weeks I, I I need something no I'm not like I, I genuinely do get an an ick when I see and when I'm around sweets and like last night was um honestly a big test for me because you know I'm very close with my my friends and we we kind of share a lot of things we share food we share drinks whatever and my friend was eating Taco Bell that is literally my favorite fast food. Um, not once did I eyeball her food and be like, girl, let me get a chip. Let me get a nacho. Let me, no, nothing. Like, and that was, that was a moment for me because like food, I've always had a big problem with it. So anyways, I'm going to get off the topic of food because girl, now we're 10 minutes into this episode. Uh, but aside from that, I am doing great. I, well, not aside from that because that's great. Anyways, 
don't pick up your phone, bitch. Don't look at your phone. Um, I'm doing great. Create. I'm feeling very creative. I've been going out and getting my 10,000 steps. And that's another um, big part. Like I don't go to the gym and I know that I should implement that into my system. I will eventually, maybe next week, who knows. Um, but I'm just really not that big on going to the gym. I prefer to go outside. I love being outside. That is just like the ultimate piece for me is being outside around nature, specifically water. I've, I've said this so many times, um, but it's true. It, it is true. Um, but we're going to go on a break really quick. And when we come back, we'll be back. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, girls, I am back. Mm -hmm. Well, duh. Since today is a solo episode, I wanted to focus more on me and my life and who I am as a person and what I want to do with my life. I know know we've kind of touched base on our goals, but um, I want to give you guys a deeper understanding of who I am. So um, above all, all the TikTok, above all the tarot readings, above the podcasting. I am an artist. I have been writing music since I was in elementary school. That's no bullshit. I literally have a mini composition notebook that I still have to this day, and it's dated back to 2003. And there's poems in there. They're not great by any means. There's songs in there. Not great. Um, but it, it was a start. And I do remember... As a child, when I got home from school, I was not going and hanging out with friends as often. I was rushing to my room and grabbing my notebook and writing music. Uh, it's it's always been a therapy to me. There's not a lot of things that I will toot my own horn on, but my writing is honestly above par, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to just say it. I'm going to toot my own, my own horn there in that department. You won't really hear me toot my own horn elsewhere, but I am very proud of the music that I write. I feel like I'm very poetic and I put a lot of thought and I like to write from experience. So I feel like it's relatable. Um, and I genuinely, when I write a song, I get so excited. I get this rush of serotonin and it just really makes me feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose, you know, but it is hard. It's very hard for an up and coming artist. I have had 
such a history with music and trying to break in the industry and trying to figure out my sound and and whatnot and it's it's been a journey but you know they do say that you have to put in what is it 10,000 hours before you become you know great at something and <clears throat> I've definitely put that in so still got a lot of growing to do I've never had any vocal training I've never worked with anybody of I mean I had did chorus in middle school in like senior year but does that even count um yeah, so my journey with music, I started uh, writing when I was in elementary school, and I started recording on this shitty equipment when I was in sixth grade. I went by Dub C. I have had so many different eras of my life, and Dub C was one of them. I did start out rapping. Um I do still love to rap. I feel like rap is so fun and it's a lot easier. Um, there's a lot less pressure. You don't have to think so much about like pitch and, you know, all that. Um, it, it, it's just genuinely easier. But my raps really started out as um, like comedic, kind of like a Weird Al Yankovic, uh, if y'all remember him, type of vibe. Like I always would... Um, make songs about me being overweight and like kind of clowning on myself and just being silly. Like I had this song, uh, Mr. Twinkie. I actually, that was my first performance I did with this scam ass company model productions. Y'all probably remember that. Um, the Gwinnett girlies, the discover mills girlies, they probably remember that, um, back like 2007 to 2010 ish. That was the model production era. And I did perform my song, Mr. Twinkie, in front of an audience of about 3,000 people. And it was it was fun. It was cute and gorgeous. And um, I did get a 10 out of 10 on my talent. Just saying. Just saying. Even though even though it's a scam, not everybody else got a, a 10 out of 10. So there was a lot of, like, sixes. And I didn't get no six. So <sighs> anyways. Um, but yeah, I started out rapping. I started out... Um, just being silly with it and, and just having fun, really. I th I, it was very cool to me um, to hear my voice on a computer and, and add, like, reverb and echo and um, manipulate it, you know? And it was also, again, very therapeutic for me. If I was going through something or, like, was going having a beef with somebody or going through a heartbreak or just felt mad or just felt inspired. Whatever I was feeling, writing was, oh my God, bones. It's okay. My cat is meowing outside of my door now. Scared the shit out of me. Um, but yeah, it was just always a, a good outlet for me. And um, I just, I stuck through it. And I was recording little shitty things, very shitty things. And then what was it? My my junior year, I had saved up money doing eBay. I've always been an entrepreneur, bitch. I've never liked working for somebody else. Um, always tried to work elsewhere or work for myself. But um, in high school, I was very much an entrepreneur and I was buying and reselling um, designer. Uh, oh, papacito. Uh, let me not look at my phone. Um, oh, I'm getting hot and bothered. Anyways, I was like buying designer uh, handbags, accessories, and polishing them with my stepmother, and we were reselling them on eBay. But anyways, I 
saved up a, a, a good chunk of money and I bought me one of these microphones actually this is a Yeti I had a Yeti blue um like it was a it was a bigger one this is a Yeti blue suit whatever um but it was like a bigger one it was the first microphone that I had like bought and invested in um wouldn't recommend one of these microphones for singing um but I I wasn't very uh experienced back then and it was very much just like me just getting a little bit better so I would just record in my room every day uh, my junior year and then my senior year I was very sick my junior and senior year but my senior year the Make-A-Wish Foundation granted me a wish shout out to the Make-A-Wish Foundation I will always show them love um, they are incredible and they really came through for me I asked for a home studio and they fucking delivered bitch they came through with the biggest macbook at the time most memory and they have spent like 10 or 12 grand on i need to stop looking at my phone they spent like 10 grand to set me up with a studio and i had like what was it audio technica microphone and it was great and it, it worked for a long time i used it up until this year even um until i invested in a neumann uh microphone a tlm 130 i think something like that I, lo I, I love my microphone now i'm obsessed and anyway so i was just like writing and recording music every day putting it out on soundcloud and it, it it was doing things around my town, but it wasn't going anywhere. Um, you know, it, it it is what it is. But over the years, since then, that was like 20, 2012, I have continued writing. I write music almost every day, even if I don't record it. Um, there was a good period of time after I had my bone marrow transplant in like 2014. Um, I did even record an EP literally with chemo and radiation going on around me. I brought my equipment to Duke Hospital in North Carolina and I recorded a whole EP um, that is still available on SoundCloud. Uh, definitely not something that like I would put on SoundCloud, I mean on Spotify, but it is, I, I do kind of keep it up. I, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm going back and forth about privating it because I feel like the, the the wrong people could get their hands on it and I'm kind of like promoting this right now and y'all are like oh shit let me rush on over there and see what the fuck it was giving um it's not bad it's definitely giving demo season um lots of demos on there in fact there are a lot of demos on there that I do plan to re-record um kind of mature some of the lyrics a little bit um but overall like the things that are on SoundCloud I I do have like a level of pride to them um I don't, I'm not, I'm not disgusted or repulsed by them. Now there is another SoundCloud that is privated from like my 2012 and earlier music. And that I would not want anyone to hear. The stuff on SoundCloud now, it's like, it doesn't make me cringe. It's obviously amateur, but it's like you, you get a sense of the sound I was going for and like the sounds I've been growing through, um, but it's been hard as an artist to really break through because I've had a lot of people um, show interest in me over the years. I've I've rubbed shoulders with a lot of people who could have changed my life, who could have really helped me out, who could have really, you know, pushed me in the right direction. And what it came down to was I didn't have a platform. I didn't have followers at all. And that sucks. It really, it really sucks that we live in a society now where... 
everything revolves around a platform. Um, so I'm very grateful and very uh, appreciative of every one of you who are listening right now and everyone who is on my TikTok, who's on my Instagram. I genuinely love and appreciate every single one of you because without you, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. I, I wouldn't be able to share my music on the scale that I am now, even though my music still doesn't get the 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 listens that it should tiktok does have a way with kind of putting creators in a box where you i I see this happen so much time and time again it's happened for me it's happened for everyone everyone on the app they take off on tiktok and then what they kind of had their rise with is the only thing that the algorithm favors from them. And so when there's something they're a little more passionate about, maybe, or some other endeavor they want to dabble in and share with the girls, TikTok doesn't pick it up. They don't bite it. And that happens for me, for me with my music, which it's so weird because anytime that I post a video on TikTok of me singing or me sharing a clip of something I'm working on, the engagement is there. Like, like, like to view to comment ratio, it's there. But TikTok does not put it on the For You page. So it'll end up getting like 30,000 lists or views on the video, but then it'll have like 8,000 likes and 2,000 comments and I'm like holy shit 2,000 people out of 30,000 people commented on this and like 500 people shared it why did this video not blow the fuck up TikTok don't want to see a bit shine so um yeah I, I I hate that like a lot of us get put into a box which is why I've kind of put my music on the back burner over the past two years um but you know like I said earlier in the episode I feel really focused and I am kind of looking at my life in a different with a different lens and I'm seeing things differently I actually am more or trying to be more calculated if you will I, I feel like I've always been a calculated person but um definitely working on my calculations and what I put out there I've not been posting on TikTok um if you girls have been wondering where I've been like I just haven't been posting on there I am not inspired with video format right now. Um, not That's not to say that maybe tomorrow I won't come up with a good idea and post it, but I got banned off the app for like two days and it, it just sucked. I, I literally got kicked off the app for sharing what I ate in a day and that just infuriated me. People need to get a fucking grip. Mind your own business. Literally, why do, why do, why do people care? Um, I'm not starving myself, so... Y'all need to stop tripping. Anyways, um, so I've not been posting on there for that reason. And also just because I want to focus more on my music. And I am so happy. I recorded a full song last night and started a new one this morning. And they sound great. And I'm very excited to get them out. Um, So, yeah. But, um, you know, it, it just it's really frustrating to like be an artist like to it requires a lot of strength and grit and like 
growing up, people were so nasty to me. They were so hateful towards my music. And I never, it never discouraged me. So this is not a, a pity party right now. Um, it never discouraged me. I actually took everything people said and I took the, I, even if it was mean and hateful, I took it into consideration and, and I worked on what, you know, the feedback they gave me. And so ultimately my haters were my biggest motivators. So there's that very cute and gorgeous. Um, but again, I have tried my hardest to break through in this industry and it's just been roadblock after roadblock. And it, it costs so much money. It's one of those things where you have to have money to make it happen. And music videos, like, a good one is a decent one is at least two or three thousand dollars. And girl, like who got that money just to throw around? I'm not rolling in in, in the fucking money like that. Um, you know, I, if I want to go out to L.A. and record music out there, like it, it costs a lot of money. It, it costs money to engineer things, to um, put it on Spotify. It costs money if you do want to promote your music. I've never done that, but that is something that I definitely would like to dabble in. And it's just hard, but I'm I'm focusing more on working out the kinks. So if you're listening to this podcast and you got any type of connections or you know where I need to go, point me in the right direction, whatever, contact me on Instagram um, because I have hundreds of songs written. I have hundreds of demos um, recorded. Well, maybe not hundreds, at least at least 50 good demos that I could re-record and at least 150 songs written that I didn't even start. Um, but I'm just very excited because the song that I recorded last night, like I'm like so tempted to play it on the podcast, but like I'm not going to do that obviously because can't do that. But um just know I'm very excited about it. And I think that's all I'm gonna say about that. So um girls, it's hard being an artist, okay? I will say one person who really inspires me musically um, with the way that they promote their music on TikTok is Noah Davis. I love you, girl. One of my good girls. Um, If you haven't already, I highly recommend that you go binge their whole discography. Um, Noah is an incredible artist. I I really look up to him. And TikTok really favors his music promo. So I, I need to take notes. Girls, if you do music, take notes from Noah Davis because he's doing the damn thing. Um, but yeah, it, it does kind of suck though, because all the algorithm wants for me is an abandoned house or a thrift store or me getting into it with a Karen, which is actually something that I've been working on. Um, and I'm doing, I would say I'm doing a good job. I've not really had any, um, altercations with people recently. And I think it just, I'm feeling more comfortable with myself. I'm feeling more content with my life. And, you know, I think, I think my outside world is starting to show for it or is starting to, you know, get in sync, if you will. Like the other day I had this, um, testing moment. I think, I think the universe has really been testing me a lot lately. Not like, you know, knocking me down or anything, but, um, really just been testing my strength, my willpower in certain ways. And I was, I went to Publix. I had my cat ears on. I was in a jumpsuit. I had a cute ass belt on. I was feeling very sexy, very pussy, very cunt. And these two honky tonky ass, um, they weren't kids. They were like 20 years old. We're sitting outside of Publix and they fucking lost their shit. They were pointing at me. They were laughing. They were howling, cackling, 
And I was just so tempted to embarrass them, pull my phone. I did pull my phone out. I hit record, but I didn't turn my phone around and start filming them. I, I put my phone back in my pocket and it was truly a moment for me. I got in the car and I was like, I am so proud of you. Like I literally looked in the mirror and was like, I'm proud of you. It, it took a lot out of me not to go embarrass the fuck out of them and ruin their pride for the day. Um, but I didn't, I didn't. And um, yeah, so point being made, um, I can't just keep feeding the algorithm abandoned houses, which haven't done that in a long time. Anyways, thrift stores haven't done that in a long time either. Um, and rants. I don't, I don't, I don't want to like keep posting Karen videos. I mean, obviously if something juicy arose, like I'm going to post it, but like, I just, I, I want to rebrand. I took down all of my Instagram posts. If anyone has been wondering, um, there's like six or seven that are up now. Um, Trent did kind of like get in my head. We were like scrolling through Instagram one day and there was just too much available about me. Um, and I don't, think that people need to know that much about me because I had like every post available since 2013 and that is scary to think that for like at least a year and a half you girls have been able to like see all of me like y'all saw if you were one of the lucky girls you saw me bald as fuck chemo and radiation like you saw like at least three different people because I've I've been through some chapters some phases okay um and it was just scary. I'm trying to rebrand myself and really focus on what I what really lights my pussy up. And that's that is music. So I am going to focus more on that this year. Um, but I'm going to go on another break. And when I come back, I have a lot of questions that you girls have asked me on Instagram. So don't go anywhere. OK, girls, I am back. No shit. Um, I'm looking over these questions and already I see some juicy ones. So are you shark? Hey girl, uh, what is your favorite and least favorite thing about having a large platform? So I would say my favorite thing is having support, having people fuck with you, having people, um, respect you, look up to you. It, it is very rewarding. Um, it's also, you know, it's how I pay my bills. I make money off brand deals, tarot readings that I promote through my platform, um, views, live money. Like it is definitely changed my life having a platform. And also it like it, 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 opens people up to wanting to work with you, collaborating, like going back to my music, you know, um, prior to having a platform, I definitely got, I got a decent amount of streams for someone in a small town. Um, but it was probably only people in my small town. Um, and so now that I have a platform, like people respect me more and they take me more seriously. That was something that I struggled with for a long time. People never took me seriously. Uh, I don't know if, I just have like dumbass written across my forehead, but it just felt like no one has ever taken me seriously. And now that I have a platform like th that, that is kind of like a bitter, not a bittersweet. That's not the word. Um, it's kind of like a, it's a blessing and a curse because people are so quick to want to respect me and want to like be cool with me. And so that does make me think to myself a lot like, oh, is this person only being cool with me or being nice to me because they think they can get something out of me? Um, but 
then again, it, it has a lot of perks and there's a lot of opportunities that present themselves because I have a platform. So it's one of those things, but I really love meeting my girls out in public. I love when you guys approach me and we kiki. I love talking to y'all. Um, I really love getting to know people like just engaging with people. Like when I see my girls, I'm like, what are you doing? Like if I run into you in the mall, like I'm like, let me see your purchases. Like, what are you buying here? Like, what are you doing today? Like I love, I genuinely love to get to know you girls. So that is another perk to it. Um, but let's see. Okay. Apart Ridge underscore asked, what advice would you give your childhood self? Uh, be patient with yourself. Um, there's not, a real timeline. Um, I'm 27 and my life is still not completely figured out. I thought I would have it all figured out at 18. I thought I was going to be a grown ass woman by 18 and that just wasn't the case. Um, so be patient with yourself. Your your 20s are known to be a, a, a struggle season, okay? And the 30s are approaching and I'm just looking forward to smooth sailing, okay? So be patient with yourself. And also own your truth. I, one of my biggest regrets in life is not coming out of the closet sooner. Um, I came out my senior year. I played myself. I knew I was gay since eighth grade. Um, and I, well, I knew I was gay before that. Let's be, let me be real clear. Let me be real clear. But I, that's when I started to like, really knowing like I started I started putting a pin to my you know my thoughts and my feelings um so anyways I really wish that I had came out of the closet so like I would tell my younger self to really own yourself own who you are and, and don't be ashamed um so yeah Ashley Merez asked what do you look for in friend and friendships um, your friendships seem positive and beautiful. So I look for crazy bitches. Um, people who have a lot going on, um, mentally ill, um, full of trauma, um, lots of baggage. Um, why? Because it makes life entertaining. No, but, um, <laughs> I just love like-minded individuals. I love hanging out with people who, um, you know, like the same shit as me. And, and I will say I've got like a handful of really good friends. I have kept pretty much all of my actual friendships since middle school. And yeah, I think that says a lot. Um, but what do I look for in a friendship? Mutual respect, um, support, um, someone who is trustworthy, someone I can, you know, event to someone who's not going to judge me someone who's equally as fucked up as me crazy silly goofy um i'm telling you you girls see what you see on the internet but if you hung out with me and tasia or me and trent especially me and trent y'all would be like what the fuck is going on like what is actually going through y'all's brains because it's just like a lot of bullshit and we just be saying the most off the wall shit that don't make sense words that don't even go in the sentence like mental illness okay you got to be mentally ill to be my friend um <laughs> let's see logan kelsey is the glass half full or half empty definitely half full um i know 
my tone can be misconstrued sometimes. I'm very monotone and I kind of sound sarcastic. Um, I don't know if that's like something that happened to me, like a, a trauma that made me this way, but this is who I am. I I do know what my brain is thinking and what my heart is thinking. And I will say that I am a very positive person. I, I try to up, uplift people and I try to always look at the glass half full. Like even when I was dying, I was on my deathbed. I was being told I had three to five years to live. And all I could think about was, I'm alive. I'm here. And I still would get up and straighten my hair, dress up and put an effort to just, just go sit in the hospital bed and get blood. Um, so definitely everything is about perspective. And I know it, it is easy to focus or hyper focus on like the, the, the bad. Um, but there's a lesson in every in every situation you go through. So, yeah, definitely ha- half um, full. Um Desi Gray, where can we listen to your music? Spotify, Apple, Hail with a lot of L's, Storm, Dating in Your 20s. Oh my goodness. Um, I have not had the best history of dating. I know how to pick them. I'll just say I'll just say that. I think dating in your 20s is really just a trial and error. You know, you're you're figuring out what it is you want out of life and I think right now that's kind of where I'm at um but I'm almost I'm I'm almost 30 so like I'm I'm really over the bullshit like I've not been um seeking a relationship since like 2018 um and it's just your 20s it's just so much bullshit like guys I feel like guys especially don't know how to be open and honest and um they're not effective communicators at least with my experience and so dating is just a shit show in your 20s but you know some people get it together that this is speaking solely from experience okay girl so if you're listening and you're like "Mm -mm, I found my prince charming at 22 and we're good to go Good for you, baby. I'm so proud of you. Um, But don't take it too seriously unless you know. If you know, you know. When you know, you motherfucking know, okay? So I will never take that away from somebody if they found Mr. Right or Mrs. Right at 22, 23. But um, I do think your your 20s, people don't know how to be too serious. They're not really ready for commitment, especially with social media. Like, that's something that really does bother me is social media and, like, dating apps because people, I feel like, are so eager to jump into the ne- next thing or, like, they have all these options available. Like, back in the day, like, I know cheating was still a thing, but, like, you would have had to, like, really go out of your way rather than just picking up a device and communicating with somebody. Like, it's so easy for somebody to lose feelings or, like, shift their focus because you moved a little funny for them or or said something that they didn't fully love. And then the the next day they're, like, all head over heels over somebody else because that person hasn't brushed or hasn't, like, you know – ran them off yet and so they're always just looking for the ne- next best thing and like they, 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 they can't really commit they can't really sit down and focus on their future because they are just too into themselves and, and instant gratification so um, dating in your 20s it, it can work it can work there's hope out there um, but it's a mess um, drop your skincare routine Carol Carol and Marie Maria um, so I have talked about this a lot Kiehl's moisturizer or bliss exclusion. I exfoliate my face and that's that's about it. 
Um, they also asked me, do you want kids one day? Or are you going to be team no kids like me? I do want kids one day, but that is not even a thought in my brain. Marriage and kids are not even on my radar right now. Ledea, L-D-E-E-A-A-A-A. What signs do you not get along with coming from a Sagittarius? Love you, girl. So, um, love you too, mama. I, okay, here's the thing with astrology. I try not to let it define a person and I don't, I'm not one of those bitches that's like, oh, you're a Scorpio, so this means that, which mm, Scorpios are my favorite sign. Um, But Every, everybody is an individual, but I do see patterns and I do, I'm very much the type of person who, um, I kind of play both sides sometimes. Like I, I definitely think that there is a lot of truth with astrology and I definitely use it to my advantage sometimes. Um, but I also know that it's just not all set in stone. And so, um, that being said, I have had a lot of conflicts with, um, Capricorns and um, I always have in very intense relationships with Pisces I will say um, Pisces y'all are fucking something else I, most of my best friends Tasia, Ariana Trent and my friend Sister Jay all Pisces all intense people and we all have these deep um, connections but with those deep connections does come conflict and tension sometimes so we do be butting heads um here and there um so there's that um uh, other than that like i can't really think i I try to be cool with as many people as i possibly can so there's not really been even capricorns like i i have capricorn friends but i just tend to butt heads with them and them and aquarius i i don't know me and aquarius I tend to butt heads with them. So there's that. Um, okay. Zoe Rock. Z-O-E-R-A-U-X-17 asked, what type of kid were you in high school? How to get, how do you get through high school? Um, I was definitely the weird kid. I had, I was in full Lady Gaga merch always I had my hair straightened every day I had the back I had cut it short and it was like looking like a peacock I was doing the fucking most and I was crazy I was off the wall and I was making diss track after diss track about all my fucking classmates so I was bonkers off the wall I was always in the fucking principal's office getting in trouble almost going to jail over fucking posts on social media um but yeah girl I was just not taking shit from nobody um busy Rizzo asked how long did it take for you to reach this level of confidence by the way, I love you. I love you too. Um, I will say I've always had confidence. Um, I don't feel like I'm a, a cocky person. I definitely know that I'm a flawed individual. Um, but knowing that I'm a flawed individual and accepting the fact that I'm a flawed individual definitely helps give me confidence. And I think that when you realize that everybody else is also fucked up and flawed in their own ways, it, it kind of makes you feel not so alone. Um, but also just... I, 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 there's a lot of things I would change about myself. There's a lot of things I need to work on, but I genuinely mean this when I say I would not trade lives with anybody. I love myself. I love the face that God gave me. I love 
so many things about myself. Um, I think I'm a very um, complex person. I have a lot of complexities to me, and um, I love that about myself. I'm out of this world, I would say. Um, but I don't know, just stepping into your power and like sitting with yourself and thinking about you know who you are and what you stand for. It really it it, it gives me a level of confidence. Um, so yeah. Let me see. I'm going to answer one or two more. Um, somebody asked, uh, Heidiya, Heidiya asked, what are your big three? My big three, I'm literally Sag, Sag, Sag. I'm, I'm a triple Sag. Um, so there's that. Up, oh, Heidiya, also, they also, H-A-D, I Y A underscore A also asked, can you explain a little more of your creative process for your music? How has it evolved? So I did kind of talk about that in the beginning of the ep or the middle of the episode, but um, really, I I usually find an instrumental or hear something that inspires me, and then I typically have to go through things like, and I think that's another reason why I had such like a hiatus with recording music was because. I wasn't really inspired. I wasn't going through heartbreak or like I wasn't having like big bursts of serotonin or like I wasn't in like a healthy, happy relationship to want to like, you know, write and record music. But um, there's been some great activities going on in my life recently. So I've been feeling very inspired. Um, I write from the heart. So if I'm not going through something, if there's not something going on, if I'm not full of emotion, good or bad, I just really don't have anything to write about. Um, so um, that's that's pretty much it. I write. I, I try to write as much as I can. I, I do write every week. I try to I try to at least open up my notebook once a week or once every day. But Sometimes I just get like one line or an idea for a song, but um, yeah. Um, Dennis Doy Lee asked, "Normal day in the life of Camo." So I, you're looking at it. Um, typically, I I wake up, I go for a walk, get my 10,000 steps in, I hit up a friend, I smoke a little Miss Oregano, I write I do tarot readings and I just hang out really and truly I feel very blessed um to live this life that I'm living um it's not glamorous by any means but it is definitely um very very peaceful I, I hang out with friends and just have a good time for the most part um I need to be more productive though so friends don't take it personally if I just disappear on your ass um ooh Aaliyah Hamilton, what is the most ick you have ever gotten from a man? <laughs> so there are some comments that will literally kill anything we got going on. And one of them is I've had a lot of guys in the past. So men are typically interested in me because I am very femme presenting. They like my hair. They like my nails. They like my makeup, my jewels, and the way I dress and present myself because it's it's very womanly. And it's typically, like, guys who are, like, curious or in the closet or, like, new to this. And they, like, have, like, this instant attraction to me because I'm, like, the best of both worlds. Um, but... 
somewhere along the road, most of them always fuck up saying some stupid shit like, oh, you would be so hot if you you got uh, breast implants or if you fully transitioned. And I that, that shit just like bothers the fuck out of me because this is now this is no shade whatsoever to my trans girlies out there. But me personally, I am content with the body that I'm in. And like, this is the body that God gave me. And I definitely want to alter it. So there's that. But like, I don't mind having a dick. Like I actually prefer it. Like if I could go back in time and like redo my life and like kind of, you know, set myself up the way I want to be, I, I wouldn't have been born with a vagina. I, I wouldn't have. Um, so when guys say stuff like that to me, it's dead. It's done. It's over. Goodbye. This last time you're going to hear from me. Um, that and also, so this is something that my ex actually said to me. He, he does listen to my podcast. So if you're listening to this, LOL, fuck you for this. Um, I dated this guy for like a year and a half. We were kind of involved for like two years and he was not out of the closet, which is totally fine. I respect that. It's a journey of its own, and it's something that can't be rushed. But um, I, w- I was very patient, very patient. I never I never pushed him to come out of his family. I never was like, when are you going to come out? When are you going to come out? But um, I, I'm very much somebody who always knew that this is what my life was destined to, to be. I knew I was going to be somebody. I knew I was going to do things. I knew I was going to make money. I knew I was going to be big and, you know, go places and I've not even scratched the motherfucking surface bitch. And I knew that that, that was coming, but I, I hadn't obtained any level of like a platform or like notoriety or anything like that yet. But I knew, I knew it was coming. Um, and I would have real conversations with him and like, it did bother me that he, I didn't mind that he was in the closet, but, um, or he swears he's straight. And it was just me. It was like, I guess my pussy was that good. Um, but, <sighs> It didn't, it didn't bother me that he wasn't, like, coming out on, like, Facebook and telling everyone I'm gay or boss, like, beep, boop, 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 or, t- you know, but, like, at least, like, to your friends or whatnot, he would always have me tell his friends that we just do music together or we're just friends, and that did bother me, but um, I did ask him one day, I was like, so what are you going to do if my career takes off and now I'm in the public eye, and let's say we're out in public and people take pictures, oh, it would be worth it at that point because you're famous. Like, fuck my parents at that point. I don't know why I didn't break up with him right after that comment. I really put up with way too much in that relationship. Um, that relationship taught me everything that I don't ever want in a relationship. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a big ick for me. Lindsay 3 asked, what jump started your weight loss? So, I... <laughs> Okay, this is embarrassing. So I went on a little trip with some friends to Tybee Island, um, and none of them really know this, but there was this gas station down the road. Actually, all the gas stations in the, in the proximity, they had these muffins that, <laughs> this is so silly, that were so goddamn good. They were, like, homemade, and they were amazing. And I consumed eight of them, and they were, like, big thick heavy ass muffins and I 
literally bought eight of them and I took them and hid them in my room and closed the door and ate them. I ate like three in one sitting to the point where I literally had to go gag myself. And anyways, that trip, like I was not eating okay. I was eating terribly. And when I got home, I had gained like 10 pounds and I saw my heaviest weight pretty much on the scale. And that literally triggered me. And I was like, I cannot do this any longer. I cannot keep going at this rate. I am disgusted with myself. Um, and yeah, so that just like, like a, like a, a switch went off on me. And then, yeah, I've just been very motivated ever since. And like somebody did come into my life and they've made me very happy and, um, we're working on things, we're figuring things out, but it's, he's also been like a motivating factor. Obviously I'm not trying to get skinny for a man. I want to be skinny and healthy and fit for my confidence so that I can maintain a healthy relationship so that I can feel good about myself. Um, but definitely he, without even knowing it or without pushing me has really motivated me and, and kept me focused. So, um, yeah, um, you know, I think that this is a lot of questions. I will definitely screenshot some of these for a, a future episode, but I appreciate you girls so much for the for the questions. As always, I love engaging with you and I look forward to next week's episode. Hopefully it'll be, um, you know, with Tasia. Uh, we'll see what happens. But um, also... We are having a live event on April 10th uh, with Moment House. Tickets are on sale. I think you, you can click the link in my bio on TikTok or Instagram right now, and the tickets will be available. It's a virtual event. It's only 15 bucks. There is meet and greet tickets also. There is merch. And yeah, it's going to be a fun, interactive event. And if you are not able to see it live in, in real time, um, they will have it available for seven days to still view it. So get your tickets now, 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 now. It's April 10th, girls, and it is virtual. So you don't have to be in the state of Georgia. Um, but yeah, I hope you girls are having a wonderful, marvelous, sexy, hot day. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you're subscribed. And yeah, we love you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I 
www.thepeakshow.com.